we've uh, we've done about every bit of <laughs> disrespect to the poor <laughs> poor guy's possible. <laughs> we got his name right. At least we yeah. had the dignity to be like this wasn't his... actually his name. Like no no no, <clears throat> you're John now. You look like a John to me. Now whip it out, John. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to other sex toys. <laughs> Not the elephant man, but uh, Lars and the real girl. Oh, fantastic. What, what was fun. What did we have on that one? 15 minutes of the elephant man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wouldn't it be better if the elephant man was naked? Was <laughs> most That's of that. That's Oh, God. All right, I'm going to try to clean it up for Lars and the Real yep. Girl. Where's your girlfriend? I don't have one. Are you gay? No. Give this to somebody nice. Mr. Sunshine. That new girl's kind of cute, huh? Something's going on with him. I'm worried. Maybe he wants to be left alone. That's not what he wants. Hey, I have a visitor. Where did you meet this person? I met her on the internet. Yeah, well, everybody's doing that now. You know, Bianca's um, a missionary. <clears throat> My little brother is crazy, right? I mean, he's crazy. If I may, he appears to have a delusion. What the hell is he doing with a delusion? She loves kids. Fantastic. When will it be over? When he doesn't need it anymore. We gotta fix him. Can you fix him? Bianca's in town for a reason. This isn't necessarily a bad thing. How can we help? Go along with it. This must be Bianca. We're welcome. It can be a communication. It can be a way to work something out. Chances are he's been decompensating for some time. We don't want anything to do with her. What's the big deal? She's a missionary. That's good, isn't it? Hey, what are you doing on Friday? I was just thinking that maybe we could all go out. Does she have a sister? We shot a woman that couldn't talk. <laughs> I don't care. Lars, we do care. No, we don't. That is just not true. Every person in this town bends over backwards to make Bianca feel at home. We do it for you. How'd you know? How do I know what? That you were a man. You grow up when you decide to do right. And not what's right for you, what's right for everybody, even when it hurts. You're not gonna go to work today, Gus? I don't feel good. Well, Bianca could help you, you know, she has nurses training. I did a podcast on this once, and it was kind of awkward because, uh, look, the, the premise itself is silly. Uh, the mm. posts are silly. It's. Uh, Ryan Gosling in a flannel shirt and boots and jeans with a up. pink background. Mm-hmm. He's holding flowers, daisies, I think. And there's the box that the sex doll comes in, and that's the title on the box, Lars and the Real Girl. So it's, uh, if, if memory serves, I didn't even think the DVD was like bright pink. So they're going for something like, hey, this is offbeat. This is silly. Um, so I had a guest on for this. Um, I can't remember what the fucking movie we were doing it for. Uh, but she came on and said this was like her favorite movie. Oh no. One of her favorites. Oh no. 
that always puts me on my heels, even if I like the movie, because I, I like this one all right. Um, you know, there's definitely elements of it I like more um, that have really nothing to do with Lars uh, at all, or the sex doll. It's actually the the poor fucking brother is the one that I'm I, I'm right there with him. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I got my brother living out in the garage. He's ordering sex dolls, and he's insisting we have dinner with him. And he's just like. He's annoyed, but he's also, like, incredibly grounded, I think. Mm-hmm. Where he's, like, legitimately, like, is, did I do something here? Like, I, did, I just don't know. What am we going to do with him? Like, it's just, he just seems so sad and broken. It's like, life is hard enough. <laughs> with a kid a on the way. bullshit job. <laughs> kid on the way. And now i got a fucking freak show out there. <laughs> uh, microwaving his girlfriend for, for more erotic pleasure. And I don't know where he cleans it, and I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> oh, that teach me to take a sip of coffee. <laughs> so okay, so this yeah. this is the type of stuff I couldn't do mm-hmm. in my intro. Get all your material because, out, you know, that you couldn't do with her. Yeah. Someone says it's my favorite movie. You kind of see the floor where you're like, uh, okay, like you I know, see it's, you I, mentally ripping up notes in your head, cussing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God material gone. Fuck. <laughs> Imagine if we had a guest on for the last episode on Elephant Man. Really like this. Forty years ago, this movie moved me and it changed my life. And we're like, I wonder what his dick looked like. Which doesn't, you know, we're the same as Anthony Hopkins. We're the same as the doctors. Someone asked that question because it was on his list of from his presentation. There was a bullet point where it was like, make sure to the, the, the Elephant Man's cock. Make sure to get that in there. I just imagine some, Mention it. some doctor in the back, not not willing. Hey, to- hey, hey. Not willing to give up his name, but ask about his dick. Who said that? <laughs> I don't know who that Just do it. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but they make a valid point. Carrying on. <clears throat> Lars and the Real yeah. Girl could have similar hang-ups as far as the uh, uh, the mechanics of the relationship between a real man and a sex doll that, curiously, and I guess you could say this fits with maybe the, the sweeter tone of the film doesn't appear to be used for any sort of sexual purpose tastefully done they, there's no um <clears throat> there's no gross out humor moment where no. you walk in and lars is <laughs> mounted his wife <laughs> or his so <laughs> you punching it up um yeah it's it's it, it's that thing of kind of like what you said about elephant man it's like it's so sickly sweet so so off the edge of uh a <coughs> sympathetic or empathetic figure that i've found it hard to enjoy <clears throat> the lars character is so repressed based on um uh you know as we're doing this month it makes me realize that the joker pretty much has the most supportive parent in this like he's a caretaker for his mom but she seems nothing but supportive of his nonsense like she seems kind of unaware of it but i don't take that she's like abusive towards him at least at that point in the relationship (laughs) early on when she was tying him to a radiator and whipping him in the head with a (laughs) with a belt yeah yeah, there, there has been a a, uh, a ceasefire where he's allowed to have his alone time in the living room at night to fire pistols and dance. <laughs> Stop shooting guns and dancing. <laughs> you know, it's time to time to get back on the radiator, boy. Um, <laughs> Lars, though, uh, as mentioned by the brother here, who's an actor, 
uh, I really like uh, Paul Schneider <clears throat> is basically there's an there's an age gap between the two of them. Uh, the mother died in uh, childbirth, correct? Yep. <clears throat> With Lars, so there's uh, this man is not going to know a second of his conscious life without some degree of guilt. As soon as he's ma- is made aware of how he came into this world and how his mother left it, he's going to feel some sort of guilt and shame. Uh, so his older brother kind of leaves him alone with a sad, depressed, uh, dad who misses his wife. And now is like a, basically, you know, single father. I, I don't know if they ever, it's not like there's a one-to-one as far as, oh, that's why he gets a sex doll. But there is a one-to-one as far as you can see how his personality was shaped into being so incredibly, incredibly, I guess, withdrawn, Awkward, but yeah. attempting normalcy. Like he goes to like a fairly normal job has a cubicle, uh, but he's not developed uh, any of the uh, well, normal social graces. His brother left. You know, that's <clears throat> that goes a long way, you know, just from a personal standpoint of, like, getting you ready for interactions with other people. <coughs> My little brother probably <laughs> disagree or maybe agree. <laughs> I mean, you were Anthony Hopkins, basically, in your relationship with your brother where you're... <laughs> Maybe even worse. Maybe you're even the the freak show runner. <laughs> Come out here. I'm interested in your freakishness. Now go away from me. You, know, you, know, you dog. Little brother needs a slap every now and then. Uh, uh, yeah, you made sure to apply that. <laughs> um, thankfully, your brother is not. You know, he's married and uh, with a child now. Um, we won't say on the record whether or not he's had any experience with a sex doll. <laughs> You and I have. We, we, we worked at a job once where I, I insisted you come over and have a, a shared experience with me on a sex doll where I'm like, Jared, look at this. Look at what these people buy. What was it? We always had a goodwill hunting moment where it was like that big giant black horse cock dildo. It was like, I just want to see somebody buy you, buddy. <laughs> Go buy One day, I want to show up at work and you're, and not you're, uh, you're long gone. I come in. There's no horse cock anymore. <laughs> one of us can. Someone's having fun with you. One of us can race to the other one and say, Black horse cock is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a cornucopia of sex toys that you don't know about locked away. <laughs> and they send me please, a mic to. <laughs> please do not open the black bags. <laughs> we know you're all naturally curious. <laughs> Every one of those black bags ripped open to see what, what it was. That's a, and there's some of that in this movie, isn't it? It's, I'm like, before, I guess, in this small town uh, in Wisconsin, after people get over the, uh, you know, the vapors that comes over, I'm like, he's got what? He ordered what? Uh, once they get used to, like, no, this is going to be in our life for a while. Because Lars, Lars is, <laughs> uh, he has the audacity to not make this a private thing. He is taking Bianca, his sex doll, around town to normal functions, taking her to church. Um, once they, they realize, oh yeah, this is something we're going to have to deal with. Uh, that's when they allow their curiosity to get the best of them. That's when they start asking questions and they I guess let their freak flags fly. Uh, there's a scene where someone asks like how, I guess, sort of limber She's she flexible. is. <laughs> flexible. Um, also another sweet moment, you know, in that scene, that's, uh, that song that plays there is the song I insisted to play with my wife and I for our first dance for the wedding. Was that song? <laughs> How you like that, Jared? <laughs> I did not know that. That's a uh, uh, <coughs> sober cinema extra feature. <laughs> she would not allow that actual Talking Heads version Amazing. to play. It had to be like a cover version. 
Um, <clears throat> I, you know, not that I'm a Lars and Real Girl super fan. I just like the song, right? Mm-hmm. I like flexibility too. <laughs> Wait till she's out of the house to do this podcast. Huh? <laughs> That's why the door's closed back there. <laughs> Soundproofing under the door. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, there could be uh, Bianca in my future. We never know uh, <laughs> what's coming down the road in uh, COVID times in particular. Um, so, you, so you didn't like this movie. I, I, you know, I thought this is one that this is not a Jared Dotson joint. I thought that it uh, well, it was going to be that sort of tweener thing uh, <clears throat> that would really sort of agitate you. You know, I'm a sucker for a sad bastard movie. That's that's my thing. That's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I enjoy a, uh, a a sad, sympathetic, empathetic type of uh, a main character. Lars was <laughs> as long as he looks normal. <laughs> as long as he's movie star handsome, then yes. Just down on his luck, handsome ass Lars, <laughs> having women throw themselves at him, and he's mm-hmm. too awkward to uh, move on it. Um, I guess my real problem, like, not no problem with the delusion and, you know, indulging him in the delusion. I, I don't know. This is really nitpicky, but the town going along with it and then actually doing the shit that they're saying they're doing with her was just ridiculous to me. Okay, so you're saying not just telling Lars that to, like, help him along mm-hmm. with his mental health issues. You're saying that they actually, they actually do the their shit that they're saying relationships with Bianca. Yeah, they're yeah. developing a relationship with her. How... I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This is just... <laughs> Take Bianca to your house and store her for a couple of hours and tell Lars <laughs> that... You don't think that's too clinical? That's a little like a sociopath to put her in the closet? Like, come on now, dude. If you and I... Just think of those black bags in that warehouse. God help me. Open them up. One of our buddies has a fucking delusion where they've got a sex doll. I love it. I would, I would encourage this to no end. Because it would improve my life if one of my buddies rolled up to the bar with a sex doll as his girlfriend. You can't tell me that if our friend from Rhode Island didn't do this, I would encourage him to no end, to ride down town with Bianca. I would encourage it, but my ass also wouldn't be like, hey, Bianca, we're going to King's fucking Island today. Like, I'm not taking <laughs> Bianca on fucking roller coasters. Bianca loved herself. She lost her hair for a second. We're good, though. Yes, you are, Jay. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're going to do it? You're going to take those pictures with the sex doll? Wee! the fucking sex doll right beside of me coming down the roller coaster. What kind of fucking freak? <laughs> so you're saying that the townspeople themselves, not the Frankenstein monster that is uh, <laughs> Look, that is Bianca. It's them you know, that are the freaks. I'm, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to mental illness. If he's got a delusion, you help him work through it. If the if the treatment is he has to believe this and try to help him through that, sure, that's your family member. You got to try and like as ridiculous as it seems, sure. But the rest of the fucking town, like we're going to put her in the Macy's and put her <laughs> put her. As a- I actually like that Lars becomes jealous of everyone else. Like, hey, 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 this is my my girl here. I'm just amazed he didn't break character. He's like, you don't need to eat anything. What are you working a job for? <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that someone else is like she's her own woman now mm-hmm. and it's like since this is simps in september in october month pulls out how simp, yeah. low do you have to fall that someone else takes your sex doll another woman to take her to church bingo night and it's like you're gonna have to use your hands tonight son <laughs> <laughs> she's not just here <laughs> for your pleasure like you have lost an inanimate object you've you been <laughs> me too to a fucking sex doll <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh, she don't feel like it tonight. Are you fucking kidding me? You pay ten thousand dollars for this thing? And she says I don't feel like it. Oh. oh man. I mean there is a tragedy here that lines up with the elephant man in that regard that but they hadn't invented as much as you try society yet. will not let you succeed. It's gonna hold you back. But there's always something. Oh the beauty of the human mind. Lord have mercy. So Rotten Tomatoes has this uh, kind of the uh, the summary is that this easily could have been a one joke movie, <clears throat> but the talented cast, great script and direction, never condescend to its character or the the audience. I, I don't know uh, about that. I agree with it. It's it's the premise itself sounds like something that's like an SNL no. like digital short. It's like ah, oh, look. I don't want to see Ryan Gosling <laughs> in like a sex doll movie. Weekend at Bernie's with a sex doll. With no sex. With no either. sex. <laughs> I take exception with one of the reviews that said it was howlingly funny. Like it's, it's perfectly, no. you know, little chuckle or you know, blow it's air. It's nice. It's, it's nice. It's perfectly quaint. It's fine. It's. Yeah, I'm. A, I have to admit, Jared, that as for as negative as I am, especially on this show, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of a sucker for movies where, generally speaking, the people, the cast characters, Z, are just trying to do their best. Like they have their own failings, but there, there, there's no nothing nefarious. It's not I'm a like real villain here. <clears throat> well, like the closest you get is, I guess, like the incelish uh, kind of cubicle mate he has yeah. that collects toys and is mean to the the woman that shows affection to Lars, but he's just too afraid uh, to sort of acknowledge or lean into that. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that you know is uh, that. Well, he's the origin of Bianca. He's like, look at this, buddy. Come look mm. at this sex shit. I think Lars even says, like, no, please, no more porn. <laughs> something that fact of, like... <laughs> Couldn't relate to him from the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> I, I shout out to Grandpa Hiro. Anyone he's tried to turn on to sober cinema, which for some reason he loves, and I still don't have a firm grasp of really it. it. I can only imagine him trying to tell somebody, like, hey, listen to sober cinema, and they're like, please, God, no, no more. Because no <laughs> you just hit play, and you hear us screaming and cackling about elephant cock. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, oh. it's just not going to happen. We are where we are that's fine uh that's the closest you get to someone being like mean-spirited and even that's not what i would consider mean he's just kind of like i don't know would you say he's kind of a jerk to that uh woman almost in a flirty way more so it's than more it's like that just outright that mean. kindergarten playground maybe he even mm. likes her to a certain degree yeah you know, that kind of but everyone else we don't agree with this like i said the brother character uh, you see his wife pushes back on Lars. She even brings up, she's like, you know, everyone does everything for you. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, it's not, like, man up. Mm-hmm. Like, can you not see, like, how much people bend over backwards just to, like, make you happy, mm-hmm. to make your life better? I, I love seeing that in a movie because yeah. I feel when we are dealing with mental health issues, rarely do you have someone uh, call them into account for it. No. Like, you can be sympathetic to a point, but someone's like, you know, eventually, like the doctor here, played by Patricia Clarkson, she's like, it's going to be up to him yeah. whenever he decides to move forward. We can only take it so far, but he has to kind of go over the, the goal line with it. it. I was kind of a sucker for it, dude. I was a sucker for the fact that everyone just tried their best, even if they disagreed <laughs> with the concept of Lars and the real girl, that, that you know, they, they weren't like us with the elephant man, or they, they weren't giving bad advice, like get naked. <laughs> You're going behind the curtain there. You're not supposed to admit that it's terrible advice to get <laughs> Naked or no, I mean, but our listenership is so bad that it won't really affect my nefarious plans. None of our, none of our friends, like that we know in real life, listen to this, so I can still play Palpatine to them. But um, yeah, I mean, I, this is one that I I wouldn't say like when it came out, like oh, this blew me away. 
but it is one that I've re- returned to a few times when I just want something, uh, something kind of strange as it is to say is low key with an incredibly, uh, high concept. It was just not often the case. Like, you know, usually something that's like that quirky of a, like a pitch is not handled with such a, uh, like a small town grounded kind of vibe. It's, it's definitely probably the strangest take on that kind of just heartwarming, you know, general type of type mm-hmm. of movie that I'm thinking of, you know, <laughs> it's not, you know, it's definitely 10 billion times better than a Hallmark movie, but you get that sort of like, it'll never be on Hallmark just because of the concept. Uh, you know, just, There's no way a sex doll. No. <laughs> you know, they couldn't see past it for the sex doll. <laughs> no, Here's here's something weird you can riff off of on that like because we're saying there's no way it's gonna be on Hallmark. Uh, this got a very favorable review in uh, Christianity Today. That's an odd magazine, one. saying that this could be uh, like a a good teaching tool on tolerance, uh, which is you know I mean like an idyllic way of looking at small town like organized religion mm-hmm. how the church steps up because you have some of the. The older ones, it was like, absolutely not. Not bringing a <laughs> sex doll into the church. And then someone else, like, points out, like, hey, if this is what Lars needs, he's like one of our, our flock or whatever. Like, we're going to be there for him. And Progressive movie. He's yeah. not doing what we asked for. He's not having <laughs> sex with the thing in the pews or whatever. <laughs> as much as we want it, Jared. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, they gave it a uh, almost a perfect score. Uh, three and a half out of uh, four stars on this. That doesn't hmm. uh, that doesn't really sell tickets though. Being reasonable and <laughs> being grounded. Uh, yeah, there. I'm sure that uh, you know if you're looking for up uh, movies for sex dolls and you're like, oh, one of them was uh, well regarded by Christianity Today. I'm not clicking on that. Probably not the same. <laughs> Not exactly what you're looking for. That might be uh, the reason why that they have so much, you know, pastel (laughs) Easter color pink on Mm. them. (laughs) And a schlub with (laughs) flowers. Like, (laughs) you're not coming here if you're wanting to jerk off. (laughs) Don't tell you're not coming in here to touch your penis. (laughs) This has got a sex doll, but there's no sex whatsoever. You're going to sober cinema instead. (laughs) They talk about about nothing but cock every episode. Get naked every episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Ridiculous. Speaking of which, are we ready to move on to our last one of the month? Mm. We'll wrap this up with a nice hour and a half for the total. <laughs> oh, get your cocks out for Steve Jobs. Oh, oh, R.I.P., baby. A real dick. <laughs> <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Jose. You were saying things about the Apple II and the way you were treating the team. Was you get a free pass for life. I gotta get back on stage. We got like two minutes of rehearsal time left. Do you understand how condescending that just was? What? Well, maybe you don't. I don't want to see you get dragged off. I get a free pass for handcuff. life from you. You give out the pass. You give them to me. You're gonna have a stroke, little buddy. What did you do? What did you do? 
Why has Lisa not heard of me? Shit, man, how many fourth graders have heard of you? You can't write code. You're not an engineer. You're not a designer. You can't put a hammer to a nail. I built the circuit board. The graphical interface was stolen from Xerox Park. Jeff Raskin was the leader of the Mac team before you threw him off his own project. Everything, someone else designed the box. So how come 10 times in a day, I read Steve Jobs as a genius? What do you do? I play the orchestra. And you're a good musician. You sit right there. You're the best in your role. I came here to clear the air. Do you know why I came Didn't here? Can you just answer that? I came here because you're going to get killed. Your computer's going to fail. You had a college and university advisory board telling you they need a powerful workstation for two to three thousand. You price next at sixty-five hundred, and that doesn't include the optional three thousand dollar hard drive, which people will discover isn't optional because the optical disc is too weak to do anything and the $2,500 laser printer brings the total to $12,000 and in the entire world you are the only person who cares that it's housed in a perfect cube you're gonna get killed and I came here to stand next to you while that happens because that's what friends do that's what men do I don't need your pass we go back so don't talk to me like I'm other people I'm the only one that knows that this guy here is someone you invented. I'm standing by you because that perfect cube that does nothing is about to be the single biggest failure in the history of personal computing. Tell me something else I don't know.